I did this really unique um, impromptu interview with my best friend. Her name is Candice Doniolo or Palermo. And um, what's raw and real is that she is the CEO of a company. Well, let me backtrack. So during our relationship, I've watched her sell two multiple seven-figure businesses to two independent uh, entities. And, and we did an impromptu um, interview driving in the car the other day. And I, so I figured I'd spend maybe seven or eight minutes doing a fast recap because the truth is that everybody can implement these strategies uh, right now, which I know has led to her becoming the mayor, the unofficial mayor of every single city that I've ever seen her live in. She does this in under about 18 months. And she, there's a really uh, distinct strategy as to how she makes it happen. But what's real is that we're looking to build a world online. And then we say to ourselves or the world makes us feel like we got to build the whole damn thing online, right? We have to have an amazing funnel. We have to have a super sexy Facebook and an Instagram and a Twitter and a LinkedIn and a YouTube channel. And if we have all these things, you know what's going to happen? Magic. The answer is no. I've watched her do the same thing that she did a decade ago in today's digital market. Now, here's why it's important to me because people often ask this question like, Tiffany, how did you build a seven-figure business? And they're looking for me to say, oh, I invented this course or this product and in this course and this product, I absolutely sold it to the world and then I became a millionaire. That is not what happened. I stayed in my little city. I don't even wanna say that the word is in North Carolina, but I stayed in my state and I leveraged state city, county relationships, and I built a seven-figure business. In under 10, min 10 months, I, by moving to a new city, I went from zero to $1.2 million in revenue. And I don't, you know, I don't say that lightly. I'm pretty proud of it because that's back in 2010. Now, mind you, I'm black, if you haven't noticed, and I was selling or building a brand new business in a state that I didn't have a friend in. I didn't know anybody. I had an accent because I'm from Miami, Florida. And more importantly, being black is not always the most popular thing in North Carolina. Here's what's true. As I did this impromptu interview with her, which I'm going to link to somewhere here, she gave me a couple of things. She gave the world a couple of things as to how does she do it today. So number one, we head to a city and then all of a sudden, or, or right in your city, you're like, I'm going to go to these networking relationships, right? I'm going to go and I'm going to network the hell out of myself. So I'm going to join this association. I'm going to go to this little meeting. I'm going to go to the BNI meeting. And I'm not saying that those things are not valuable. Going to networking meetings, I'm sure that they have their place, but that is not how I built a seven-figure business. That is not how I build businesses today. And that's not what she talked about. So number one, I want you to think like this. If you're in the space of economic development, right? Like you're in the, you're running a company inside of the city. Economic development should be important to you. One of the first things that she did is she sent an email to the director of economic development for the new city that she moved to two years ago. I was like, whoa. And she said, hey, I run a company. I'm moving a business here. I'd love to have a coffee with you real quick. The person took some weeks, but they said yes. Have you met with the person who's in your city running the economic development in your city? That is the person who was all things dollars, cents, and money. Here's what's important. They're also connected. You want to get connected and you can do this for free, if not maybe a hundred bucks for the month by going to a couple of strategic coffee meetings. Make sense? All right. So the first thing is go meet with the economic development director in your, in your city. 
The second thing. So a lot of business owners, they go and they say, oh, I'm going to join the chamber. And then they think to themselves, hey, the, the name of the game is I need to join the chamber when actually it's not about joining the chamber. You know what she did? And I was like, hmm, I've never done that. And it really, it really, it really, it put me on like totally blast because I was like, how come I've never done that? Candace sent an email and said, hey, mayor. Hey, such and such. But most importantly, instead of joining the chamber, she reached out to the director of the chamber and said, hey, I'm moving a business to your city. I'm coming to your city and I would like to have coffee with you. And I thought to myself, you know, I may have joined a chamber for the companies and for my employees sake, but I've never actually met with the director of the chamber of commerce. How ridiculous. They are the person sitting in all the meetings. They are the person who gets into legislative. They are the person who knows either the senator or the governor. They are the person who knows all of the top 10% businesses, biggest employers. Like, oh my gosh, they have the relationships. Meet with the director of the uh, chamber in your city. Don't join it before you join it. Or if you're already a member, meet with them. I'm sending out my email tomorrow. Number three. So she started looking for really inexpensive ways to sponsor things happening in her city. And, you know, I was thinking to myself, I mean, we as a company at do the at DTDT nation, we spend tens of thousands of dollars. And even in the other companies that I run, I was like, you know, in the last five years, if I really had to be honest with myself, I've spent a lot, I've spent easily half a million dollars sponsoring different things around the country, around the world, events, uh, buying stages, sponsorships, booths. But I was like, how many things am I sponsoring in the city? So I took the time to go and look at the Chamber's website the other day. And I was like, oh my gosh, there are sponsorships right here in my city. And then I really realized the greatest opportunity that I have, and it's the reason why I moved our company from Burbank, California to Phoenix, Arizona, and why we decided for at least do that brand, do the damn thing, to create a studio in a city because I wanted to be part of the city. But I was like... Tiffany Lark, you want to be part of the city, but you're not sponsoring city initiatives. And then I started thinking, well, what kind of city initiatives are there? I was so surprised when I went on the website and I saw the magnitude of things that I could sponsor for under $5,000, under $2,000, under $1,000. There were some economic, so there's like big things that you can sponsor, but then there's little things. Like they have a woman's luncheon and the woman's luncheon you could sponsor for like a hundred bucks. Holy mother of Johnson, 400 bucks. Holy mother of Johnson. You mean for 250 bucks, I can stand in front of all of the people and I, I am the sponsor of the 30 minutes. Hell, if 30 women show up and those 30 women are, you know, the vice president of the such and such for the light company, the such and such from the college, what are you talking about? All I need is two of those relationships to pan out. All I need is one of those. All I need is one of those relationships. That's it to make a have a slam dunk quarter or a slam dunk year. Instead of taking your dollars and cents and focusing on building the strategic path online, I want you to look at the low hanging fruit right in the city that you're in. Take your plug out, your plug, and your plug is your business, your message, what the hell are you doing, who you are, and don't plug it into these macro places like going to networking meetings or going to chamber meetings or going to the legislative dinner of such and such. Don't do that. Go hold a couple of strategic meetings. Last but not least, she talked about meeting with the president of the college, the community college that she's in, that she has in her city. And I was like, I have never met. You know, I met with one 
uh, in LA because I was coaching their president, but I didn't meet with their, I didn't approach their president so that, or any other for that matter, so that I could find out what, what their community objectives were. In less than 18 months, she talks about in this really great interview, you got to go watch it. She talks about being able to corner these relationships be very strategic. And in 18 months, she has a July 4th party in her brand new house in a city that she has never been to. She had a, that is, that is my indicator to stop. (laughs) She holds an entire July 4th party and 150 people show up. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. The power of community. So, uh, yes, we talk about building online communities, but I really want to start a conversation on you just building offline communities. This has been so good. I'm stupidly thrilled. I'm stupidly thrilled to find out what you're going to do with this. Let me know. Let me know. Um, Leave me a comment. Ask me a question. I want to know what in your community are you going to go and touch and feel, and how do you become the unofficial mayor over the next 18 months? Go make some money. Go build something. Build a, build a community community. I hope that episode was amazing for you and you are closer to building the damn thing. I can't wait to hear what your thoughts were, what part you loved, and the action that you're going to go take because the truth of the matter is that the person who wins is not the person who gets there first.